This is a big year. The Ohio Lottery's golden anniversary. 50 years of excitement, of growing jackpots and crossed fingers. 50 years of funding for schools, of changed lives and brightened days. 50 years of fun. And that is worth celebrating. So watch for can't-miss promotions, huge events, and new games that will make the Ohio Lottery's 50th year its biggest one yet. Learn more at funturns50.com. Good Friday morning. Millions of Americans and Wall Street starting the day with a new round of positive economic news. We're breaking down everything you need to know. It's December 2nd. This is Today. Breaking news, a brand new report out this morning showing job growth in November was much better than expected. What that means for the battle against record inflation and the deal just forced by Congress to avoid a costly rail strike. We'll cover it all. French toast. President Biden hosting the leader of France in his first star-studded White House state dinner. More than anything else, France has been our first friend. Just ahead, inside the pomp and circumstances, Washington looks to shore up relations with a key ally. Royal Watch, William and Kate set to wrap up their trip to the U.S. today, dogged by controversies back home and the timing of the first trailer for the Harry and Meghan docuseries. Doesn't it make more sense to hear our story from us? A live report from Keir Simmons in Boston, straight ahead. More Kanye chaos overnight. The rapper's Twitter account again suspended following a new string of controversial posts and this bizarre masked interview filled with anti-Semitic remarks, the latest, and what Twitter's new boss, Elon Musk, is saying this morning. Those stories plus Santa, maybe? With the big man busy at the North Pole, why his helpers in stores and malls across the country are in high demand and even shorter supply this season. And fever, pitch, anticipation, building for tomorrow's big match of the World Cup for Team USA. Goal-scoring hero Christian Pulisic hoping to be on the field. Giving everything for each other, for this country, and uh, that's what really makes us special. We'll get you ready with another star of the team joining us live today, Friday, December 2nd, 2022. From NBC News, this is Today with Savannah Guthrie and Oda Cutby, live from Studio 1A in Rockefeller Plaza. And a good Friday morning to you. Welcome to today. Thanks for waking up with us. Chanel and I are in for Savannah and Huda today. And the countdown is on. I know there's a lot of excitement in your house, especially the U.S. versus the Netherlands tomorrow morning. Yes, another make or break match. And it's sure to be another nail biter. Coming up, we will set the stage with Tim Weah, one of the only two Americans. There he is, who scored at this year's World Cup. He'll tell us what we can expect to see from Team USA in a little more than 24 hours from now. All right. Looking forward to catching up with Tim in just a few moments. But we are going to start once again this morning with the economy and new indicators that will make what Americans are facing heading into the holidays 
a bit clearer. The headlines are potentially crippling a strike of the nation's rail workers narrowly avoided. It comes as the Federal Reserve is set to meet in the coming weeks, likely to once again raise interest rates. Add to that the new jobs numbers coming out this morning, just out, in fact. And there's a lot to talk about. NBC's Tom Costello covering all the angles for us. Tom, good morning. Hey, Craig, good morning. The numbers just out and they are hotter than expected, suggesting inflation is still a problem. More jobs created in November than expected. The unemployment rate stays at 3.7 percent, but wages up strongly. That feeds into inflation that puts pressure on the Fed to keep hiking rates. In the meantime, it appears the economy may have dodged a speeding bullet or a train headed its way. The joint resolution is... On Capitol Hill, a potentially catastrophic rail strike averted, with Congress voting to approve a disputed labor agreement. That bill now goes to the president, who warned a shutdown could disrupt critical resources like clean drinking water and the movement of gasoline. We're going to avoid the rail strike, keep the rails running. Keep things moving. But the deal only includes one paid sick day. Right now, those workers have none. President Biden, who vowed to be the most pro-union president, was asked about it yesterday. I negotiated a contract no one else could negotiate. The agreement easing fears a work stoppage could upend the supply chain and the overall economy, already confounded by decades high inflation and decades low unemployment. This is a head scratcher of an economy. We have an economy that is supposed to be slowing because the Fed is hiking rates because uh, uh, they're trying to wring inflation out of the economy. But several parts of the economy continue to accelerate. With the Federal Reserve set to meet soon, there's hope that the red-hot jobs market may actually start to cool. Right now, there are one and a half jobs for every single worker available. This is a great labor market in, in that sense. Uh, it's too great in a way because it's it's going to be adding to inflation. But as Americans gear up for the holidays, this is our Super Bowl. Gilbert Miller says higher fuel, fertilizer and labor costs have forced his Georgia Christmas tree farm to pass some of those costs to customers. Now some are seeking smaller trees and deals. We're seeing a little bit more haggling. And as tempting as it might be this time of year, experts say it's best to avoid racking up debt that you can't quickly pay off. Make this credit card debt pay off a priority. So, Tom, let's talk about that for a second here, because the good news is that Americans are continuing to spend. But the perhaps not so good news is that it looks like their savings could be taking a hit as a result. Savings rates in America, personal savings just dropped to 2.3% in October. That's the lowest since 2005. You're right. Americans keep spending. They're putting it on the credit cards and they're chipping away at eating into the savings they stockpiled during the pandemic. Listen, the more you eat into the savings, the more the situation could, in fact, uh, get even worse, guys. All right, Tom Costello starting us off this morning. Tom, thank you. Now to that evening of dinner and diplomacy at the White House. President Biden hosting Francis Emmanuel Macron during the first state dinner of his presidency. The ultimate goal, strengthening ties with a key U.S. ally. NBC's chief White House correspondent, Kristen Welker, joins us with more. Kristen, good morning. Hey, Chanel, good morning to you. American and French cultures came together here at the White House overnight for that first state dinner in three years due to COVID. On the menu, they had butter poached Maine lobster and also high stakes diplomacy with the two leaders looking to strengthen ties, as you said, and also address some of the simmering tensions between them. 
Overnight, the French connection on display at the White House. President Biden hosting France's President Macron for the first state dinner of his presidency. Tonight, we celebrate the enduring alliance between France and the United States. A bipartisan black tie affair, bringing together some of the biggest names in Washington and Hollywood, from the Republican and Democratic leaders of the House to Jennifer Garner, John Legend, and John Baptiste. But underlying the American-themed dinner menu, high-stakes diplomacy amid global tensions. Among the biggest issues, Russia's war in Ukraine. Both leaders making it clear they stand with Ukraine. But while Macron says he will once again meet with Russian President Vladimir Putin in an attempt to bring the war to an end, President Biden insists any meeting must come with conditions. I'm prepared to speak with Mr. Putin. If, in fact, there is an interest in him deciding he's looking for a way to end the war. He hasn't done that yet. Macron has also criticized the president's signature legislative achievement, the Inflation Reduction Act, saying it could eliminate European jobs. President Biden not backing down. I make no apologies. Also present among the pomp and pageantry of the night, Washington's political tensions. Hunter Biden, who is under federal investigation, was in attendance alongside House Republican leader Kevin McCarthy, who has vowed to further scrutinize the president's son. McCarthy brushing off questions about being at the same dinner, all of it wrapping up a day spent chewing over critical issues in an attempt to strengthen ties with America's oldest ally. And just going back to Ukraine, all of this comes as President Biden is asking Congress for more than $37 billion in Ukraine emergency aid. That move is opposed by some Republicans. Now, overnight, former Republican President George W. Bush urging America to continue standing up against Putin, adding, quote, if the United States turns our back on Zelensky, the whole world will. Mm. Chanel. All right, Kristen, thank you. There are new developments this morning tied to those mass protests in China against the government's strict COVID rules and restrictions. After a week of demonstrations there and abroad, it appears some of those policies could soon change. NBC's Janice Mackey Freyer is in Beijing with more on this one. Janice, good morning. Craig, good morning to you. Zero COVID is not going away, but the rules do appear to be easing here. Small moves in some parts of the country and just days after those stunning protests. But unwinding quarantines, lockdowns and other harsh controls could trigger a new set of problems here, along with a wave of COVID infections. This morning, China's government rethinking zero COVID rules, easing lockdowns overnight in some cities. China's Vice Premier Sun Chunlan, the face of every grim lockdown here, now says the country is entering a new stage and mission. But there are fears that years of COVID controls here and the banning of foreign vaccines have left the country with little immunity to the virus. A low vaccination rate among the elderly could see a spike of infections. But unusually, the Chinese government now seems to be responding to public pressure after extraordinary protests in multiple cities. They're calling for the end of lockdowns. Demanding freedom from zero COVID rules, a challenge to the leadership of Xi Jinping. That triggered a dragnet. Police using surveillance tools and intimidation to suppress any further dissent. So far, the leadership has said nothing about the protests. But officials are now playing down the severity of getting COVID, 
Censors even allowing discussions of it on social media. If there's only one COVID case in the compound where you live, a huge lockdown doesn't make sense, she says. Zero COVID has made China an outlier, as other countries have moved on. But the messaging here is beginning to shift, and easing of the rules could soon follow. The government isn't getting rid of the vast COVID system it's built. Rather, it's just making adjustments to how people use it, like letting some people quarantine at home instead of being forced to go to a hospital. The worry remains this probable exit wave, with cases already at a record high here and likely to surge. Craig? Janice Mackey, Freya Force there in Beijing. Janice, thank you. There is a lot more to talk about, including the World Cup. The U.S. men's highly anticipated knockout round match against the Netherlands is now just one day away. Excitement reaching a fever pitch from coast to coast. And one of the stars of Team USA, Tim Weah, is with us live. But first, NBC's Megan Fitzgerald is also in Doha with more on the buildup to the big game. Good morning to you, Megan. Janelle, good morning to you. Yeah, the countdown begins. All eyes on Team USA as they prepare for this big match tomorrow. Not expected to be easy, but the big question here is, will the team star forward take the field? With just one day until Team USA's knockout round match against the Netherlands. It's an unbelievable accomplishment. USA! USA! Another reason to believe the Americans can make even more noise at the World Cup. And I will do everything in my power to to you know work with this medical team and uh, make sure that I can I can play. Star player Christian Pulisic says he's fighting to come back from a pelvis injury after colliding with the Iranian goalie while scoring the winning goal on Tuesday. My opportunity was there to just to beat beat the defender to the ball, and uh, I was just able to do that, and uh, you know paid the price for it a bit. But the team still looking ahead. Yeah. Arriving at the stadium for one of their last practices. As the players are getting ready, so are the fans. The excitement is building ahead of this big match. USA! USA! I think there's a good chance we can beat the Netherlands. I think they can definitely do some damage this World Cup. Basketball superstar LeBron James also getting hyped. I think if they do win, it will be a, a win for the upsets. Team USA is the underdog against the Netherlands, but this has been a World Cup tournament filled with upsets. Belgium, the second best team in the world, and four-time World Cup winner Germany both out, while Japan is moving on, along with Morocco for the first time in 36 years. The U.S. team says with or without Pulisic, they'll be USA, ready. USA! USA! And American fans, confident the Stars and Stripes can do it. USA! Are we going all the way? USA all the way! Let's go! Now, guys, look, it's still day-to-day for Pulisic. The team says they are not yet ready to confirm whether or not he's going to take the field tomorrow. We always check in on him. We checked in today, and we asked how he's doing, and the team said he's hungry, and he's ready for brunch, guys. That's a good way to put it. Okay. Okay, Megan, thank you so much. I mean, listen, they are stars in my house. I know. Your boys (laughs) boys can't wait for tomorrow morning. But you made a good point earlier. What this is going to do for soccer in this country. It's huge. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, The fans certainly ready there in Doha. 
and the players are as well. And we're joined now by one of the stars of the U.S. men's national team, Tim Weah, who scored a key goal in that opening match against Wales. Uh, good to see you, Tim. Thanks so much for being with us. Know you're pretty busy right now. So here's the thing. As you know, we're 16th in the world. The Netherlands ranked 8th. We're second in our group. The Netherlands first in theirs. We're underdogs once again. But how does the team feel, Tim? How does the team feel at this point about our chances? Yeah, no, first of all, um, good morning. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. Um, but, yeah, we feel, we feel amazing right now. We're running on a, on a lot of adrenaline. Um, the boys are ready. I'm pumped. Uh, we're just, you know, excited to get out there and, and play one of the best teams in the world and on the biggest stage in the world. So, yeah, we're definitely ready. Well, we can't wait. You've heard us talking about it. You and your teammate Christian Pulisic are the only two Americans to store, score goals during this World Cup. He suffered that injury. What do you think? Do you think he'll be on the field with you tomorrow? Uh, you know, talking with Christian, um, he's been feeling good. So, you know, uh, me personally, I think he'll be on the field. And, you know, I, I think as a team, We'll get that, that, that spark tomorrow when he's with us. And, you know, he's definitely a key, key, key player to this team. And, and we need him and we love him. So hopefully he's, he, he's back just in time. Yeah, from your lips to God's mm-hmm. ears. Tim, for folks who don't know, you're not just soccer royalty. <laughs> you're, you're literal royalty. Yeah. Your father, the president of Liberia, we hear that, uh, that he's been there watching all of your matches. He was also quite the famous soccer player in his own right as well. At one point, World Player of the Year, never got a chance to go to the World Cup. Mm. What's it been like for him seeing you play? What's it been like for you having him in the stands watch you play? I mean, it's been great for the whole family in itself. I mean, uh, my father, he didn't get the opportunity to play in a World Cup. So he's kind of living that moment through me. And I'm just excited to, to, to make my, my parents proud. Um, after the Iran game, I got the chance to, to see them in the locker room. And it was just a blessing to you know, have, have my family here and, and, and watching me uh, in this big moment. It's so exciting. It's fun to get to know you, Tim. I found out that you're sort of the team DJ, if you will. What are you going to play to kind of pump up the team? <laughs> I don't know. I might, I might, I might switch it up a bit. Play okay. some Meek Mill, or I might, I might give them some slow jams, some Luther Vandross. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> you okay. can do, the, you can do the slow jams. I know you guys meditate, but when maybe Meek Mill when it's time to run out of the field. Maybe know, Meek maybe Mill to hype you up a little and bit. And not Luther tomorrow. <laughs> um, b- before we go, Tim, quick prediction. Quick prediction on the match against the Netherlands. Um, me personally, I, I don't want to predict anything. I just want to make sure that we, we're, we're, we're humbled and we go into the game with uh, hard work and determination because that's what this team is built on. And we just want to make our, our supporters proud and we want to make America proud. So, oh, we are already you know, we're just proud. We're just looking for the best. We're already <laughs> proud. Tim, Tim, thank you, Tim Whalen. T- thank you thank so much, you. Tim. Best of luck tomorrow, by the way. Uh, and, of so course, we'll me. all be glued thank to you, that big match it. tomorrow morning. Coverage on Telemundo and Peacock starting at 930 Eastern. You made a, a good point. I, like, we got a little window into the locker room there. If they're listening <laughs> to Meek Mill yeah. and Luther, yeah. tomorrow should be a Meek Mill Oh, it's going to be a good yeah. time. But, yeah, we don't want to do slow jams no, before, no, before no, the game. No. All right, let's time now for a check of the weather for that. We say good morning to Dylan. Good morning. That was awesome. We were supposed to get our Christmas tree tomorrow morning, but now oh, it's like no. all bets are off. We're just <laughs> we're home watching the game, I think, like everyone else. 
clouds. The weather across the country, mostly quiet for today. So let's take a look at what's going on back through the eastern Rockies. This is the next storm system that's actually going to make for a pretty uh, nasty day up and down the east coast over the weekend on Saturday. But look at where this front is headed as we go into tonight. We'll see some snow showers across Minneapolis. On the backside, it's very windy with this storm. So as this moves eastward, we're going to get some moisture from down south. And I'd say by 8 o'clock tomorrow morning, most of the east coast will be dealing with a lot of that rain. But then it's also a quick mover. It's going to exit by the time we get into Saturday evening, and then it's just windy on the back side of it. So it's not looking like a flooding situation because the rain doesn't last that long. It's just not a pretty day. But again, wind advisories, high wind warnings in effect on the backside of this storm where we could see 40 to 50 mile per hour gusts, even up across the higher elevations, we could see gusts as high as 60 to 70 miles per hour. And that's your latest forecast. All right. Thank you, Dylan. Well, just ahead, it is the start of a big day for William and Kate on their royal tour of Boston, including a meeting with President Biden. Keir Simmons is following them every step of the way. Hey there, good morning. It is the Prince and the President. Prince William meeting President Biden. But will the controversy that continues overshadow the diplomacy? We'll have all that coming up. Also coming up, two words you never want to hear in December. Santa shortage. That's right, folks. Demand for the big guy higher than ever. <laughs> the impact on your chances of landing that annual family photo. But first, this is Today on NBC. Larry Discovery. Are you struggling to lower your bad LDL cholesterol, even though you may be taking a statin, swapping steaks for salads, and exercising while listening to this podcast? Ask your doctor if Repatha Evolocumab is right for you. With Repatha, you can dramatically reduce bad cholesterol and the risk of another heart attack while enjoying life, too, because you're human. And with convenient self-administration, you can take Repatha in the comfort of your own home. Do not take Repatha if you're allergic to it. Repatha can cause serious allergic reactions. Signs include trouble breathing or swallowing, or swelling of the face. Most common side effects include runny nose, sore throat, common cold symptoms, flu or flu-like symptoms, back pain, high blood sugar and redness, pain, or bruising at the injection site. Visit Repatha.com or call 1-844-REPATHA. Talk to your doctor today about Repatha. When you're hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging to connect with candidates faster. Plus, 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is Constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than three and a half million businesses worldwide that use Indeed. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash today. Just go to Indeed.com slash today right now and support this show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash today. Conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right. Can't get enough of it. Can't get enough of the music. Can't get enough of that beautiful 82-foot Norway spruce there. We're back Friday morning, second day of December 2022. The countdown to Christmas is on as we gaze upon that magnificent tree and a man dressed as an elf. 
<laughs> and we also turn our gaze to Tom Yamas. And I, come, I, I have breaking news. What do you yes. Have? It's Friday. Yes. It is Friday. I mean, come on. It's it been a week. Friday. You made me nervous. <laughs> well, there's dinosaurs in the crowd, too, All apparently. That. We're going right. to go outside and check in with some of those folks in just a moment. But let's check your 730 headlines. And we begin with a major setback for former President Donald Trump. A federal appeals court has halted a third-party review of documents seized from Trump's Mar-a-Lago estate. The court says that a U.S. district judge was incorrect to appoint a special master to sort through the documents. The ruling will allow the Justice Department to proceed with the investigation more quickly. Now to some heart-stopping moments for a base jumper in Utah. The entire incident was caught on camera. Take a look here. You can see the guy slamming to the side of a cliff in Moab. And then just moments later, his parachute gets stuck in the rocks, leaving him dangling more than 100 feet above the ground there. Rescue crews fortunately were able to get to him. About an hour later, he was airlifted to a nearby hospital where he is being treated for some serious injuries. Mm. Uh, Another event, by the way, playing out up in Boston, the Prince and Princess of Wales getting ready for the highlights of a whirlwind trip to the U.S., shining a light on the cause that they're really passionate about and... They'll be meeting with President Biden. That's right. But the inspiring reason for their visit is being overshadowed by controversy back home. And that's not all. Our chief international correspondent, Keir Simmons, is in Boston. Hey, Keir. Hey there, guys. Good morning to you. Here we are at the historic JFK Library today. Prince William will meet with President Biden. But you'll remember yesterday we were just getting more news of that docu-series by Harry and Meghan That has partly dominated the headlines. The question today, will the controversy overshadow the diplomacy? On their final day in Boston, the prince, the princess and the president, crowds of well-wishers braving the bitter Boston cold just to catch a glimpse. But the US trip overshadowed by controversy both here and back home, including an explosive new trailer for the Netflix docuseries, Harry and Meghan. British newspaper headlines, not only questioning the timing of the release, but some even calling the documentary a declaration of war on the royal family. Also making headlines, charity executive Ngozi Falani is speaking out about her treatment by Prince William's godmother at a Buckingham Palace event this week. This lady comes up to me and the first thing she does is take my hair and move it. I'm like, I don't know who she is, but she's felt already that she has the right to put her hand on me physically to move my hair so she can see my name badge. The British-born Ngozi says she was questioned for several minutes about her ethnicity. Your whole identity is being questioned when your birthright is being denied. You feel violated? Absolutely. Lady Susan Hussey, who was close to Queen Elizabeth, has resigned her role as aide to Camilla, Queen Consort. The palace calling the comments unacceptable, while a spokesman for Prince William says racism has no place in our society. The future king trying his best to keep the spotlight on his Earthshot prize, established to support innovative climate change solutions, hoping for a positive end to a challenging week for the Prince and Princess of Wales. Here, how important is today's meeting with President Biden, given all of the controversy? Well, Chanel, it's a a great question. Effectively, uh, William and Kate 
are diplomats today, perhaps their most important job as royals. But, you know, this trip has raised some profound questions about back home and about uh, their family. Can the royal family modernize when, by their very name, they are not a modern institution? And how can they operate when within the family there is, frankly, this feud between the two brothers? I think when William and Kate get back home, those are some questions they're going to need to truly face. Absolutely. No doubt about that. All right, Kier, thank you. Okay, coming up, a father's plea to investigators in that mysterious case still, still unsolved in Idaho. What he's saying to us in a new interview. First, though, Jesse Kurtz checking out this holiday season's overwhelming demand for Santa? That's right, Craig. If you think Christmas is coming early, you might have to keep waiting for St. Nick himself. Coming up, we'll explain why. Welcome back. Christmas is still a few weeks away. Obviously, a very busy time for Santa. Yeah, that's right. But if you're hoping for an early visit with the jolly old elf, well, that might be a little trickier this year. Yeah. NBC's Jesse Kirsch is in Medina, Ohio. He's at Christmas Wonderland Castle Noel with more of the overwhelming demand for St. Nick. Jesse, what's happening? Guys, good morning. It shouldn't be a surprise that everyone's looking for Santa this time of year, right? And I think a lot of people are looking for this. The lights, the memories, Kris Kringle himself. And don't worry, if you're trying to see Santa for Christmas, he's still coming this year, I promise. However, I hate to be a Grinch. If you're trying to get an early visit squeezed in ahead of time, that's going to be a little bit tough. His iconic laugh brings the magic of Christmas to life. You get presents. Not only presents, you give, you give them to people. Fun and family and fellowship and love. So it's no surprise Santa Claus is in high demand. But as more in-person holiday parties return, St. Nick's taking on even more jobs, leaving his workshop in a supply chain lurch. As we're heading into December, Uh, We're pretty much sold out on all weekends across the country. We're up 30% over last year, and last year was a record year itself, and that's up 120% over pre-pandemic levels. Higher Santa says even though some families are less concerned about COVID this year, some of Santa's helpers are still worried about getting sick. There are over 2,200 open positions for Santas, Mrs. Claus, elves. One place that's not worried about making it into St. Nick's busy schedule is Castle Noel near Cleveland, which celebrates Christmas year-round. Santa has as much fun here as the folks that visit. I took my (laughs) kids to see Santa at the mall, but, you know, a lot of times there's shopping, parking, stress. Here, people spend two hours having fun, and at the end of that fun, they see Santa. That's co-owner Mark Claus. Yes, that's his real last name. If Santa ever called in sick or, or got stuck in reindeer traffic or anything like that, you're ready to step well, in. I am a real clause, so I have to be around here to do whatever it is I have to do. Of course, no Christmas is complete without Santa or a classic Christmas movie or a chance to recreate one. Wait, I want an official Red Rider carbine action 200 shot range model air rifle. You'll shoot your eye out, Jesse. Merry Christmas. Ho, ho, ho. Other ways to capture the spirit of Santa, have your uncle, grandfather, or friend dress up as Santa for your party. Rent a Santa costume and take pictures or video of Santa putting out gifts for your kids to see in the morning. Buy a personalized message from Santa, because in the end... Are you getting excited for Christmas? That spirit of Christmas, that joy of Christmas, 
that is what it's all about. So whether you're looking for Turbo Man or any other number of toys for this Christmas, you might actually want to get your list together for next year. Apparently, some people are already hiring Santa for 2023. But wow. I've got it on good authority from the big man himself. Okay. That even I can help be one of his ambassadors oh. in a yes. pinch. So give me a call. I'll come by the holiday party. Oh, oh, oh. Jesse, confuse my kids. Way to go, guys. Jesse. That was great. Way to lean into it. Thank man. you, Jesse. Thank and he survived that slide. Yeah, I was just about to say it's a little big, but that's okay. Right. You'll grow into it. Thank you, Jesse. Did uh, has Clara gone to see Santa? We have. I have. She emailed me her list. Of course she did. So, oh, so. Oh gosh, she's got pictures on it. And, oh yeah, no, it's it's a whole new thing. We went. This was we had an awkward experience. We went early. That's the pro tip. There's yeah. no no lines. Uh, my son asked Santa if he could be his dad, <laughs> and I was there, and and. I, but I know what he was thinking because I would have done thinking? this as a kid. He thinks if Santa was his dad, he'd get all the toys. I hope that's what he was thinking. But I was there. And Santa didn't know what to do. Santa was actually speechless. It was, <laughs> that's it was weird. That's a good one. Yeah. Right. What about, how, how about all six of your kids? Have you got them all there? <laughs> well, Rusty's a little too small to send in any kind of like Christmas wish list. But okay. the other two, you know, they're getting they, there. They flipped through, they picked out all their toys, oh, everything they want. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Uh, let's take a look at the warmer temperatures because it is not going to feel like Christmas time down in Kansas City. 64 degrees, Dodge City 73 degrees today. That warmer air is going to move east. Look at this, up and down the east coast 50s and 60s on Saturday. It does come with some rain though and it's because of that cold front that's also moving eastward and back behind that front. Way different temperatures. Rapid City 27 for a high on Tuesday. Minneapolis, St. Paul 20 degrees for a high temperature Tuesday. And that's your latest forecast. All right, Dylan, thank you for that. Next, new controversy surrounding Kanye West after the rapper's latest interview and his overnight suspension from Twitter. We'll get to that and much more right after this. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. With the Internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers. In fact, Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash podcast free. All lowercase, shopify.com slash podcast free, shopify.com slash podcast free. Alpha One Niner, commence Wi-Fi device checklist. Laptops on. TVs streaming. Game console console. Smart thermostat set for cuddle time. Doorbell camera. Oh, my package is here. Fast, reliable, able to power tons of devices inside your home at once. All systems go. You are clear for takeoff. This is Xfinity Internet, Wi-Fi built to wow. And watch the short film The Aviators now playing at Xfinity.com. Restrictions apply. Actual speeds vary and are not guaranteed. We're excited because Carson Daly's oh, back nice. in Studio 1A this morning. But right now, we do want to turn to those new controversies surrounding rapper Kanye West. Yeah, NBC Steve Patterson is in Los Angeles with that story. Steve, good morning. Tom, guys, good morning. After a slate of recent anti-Semitic comments, West is doubling down and going further with incendiary language, drawing widespread backlash in addition to a suspension now from Twitter and a warning that some of this language may be upsetting. This morning, the rapper Ye, formerly known as Kanye West, at the center of a firestorm again, now banned from Twitter after more anti-Semitic comments and posts. 
West's account suspended Thursday night after he posted a now-deleted image of a swastika inside a Star of David. Twitter owner Elon Musk confirming West's suspension while replying to another Twitter user, writing, I tried my best. Despite that, he again violated our rule against incitement to violence. Account will be suspended. West's Twitter account has been restricted before over anti-Semitic comments, but he returned to the platform in November. Musk has said that the account was restored by Twitter before he took ownership. Earlier yesterday, during a lengthy interview with conspiracy theorist Alex Jones on his Infowars show, dressed in a full mask, West attacked Jewish people, spread more anti-Semitic conspiracy theories, and praised Nazis, also saying this. I see good things about Hitler also. When Jones says he didn't like Nazis, West interjected. Hitler. Jewish leaders have warned of heightened fears of anti-Semitic hate recently. West has been one of the most famous voices sharing anti-Semitic comments over the past few months, causing him to lose millions of dollars in lucrative partnerships. Now appearing on the InfoWars program with white nationalist Nick Fuentes, both dined with former President Donald Trump just before Thanksgiving at his Mar-a-Lago club. Trump, who is also running for office in 2024, said he did not know who Fuentes was and that West expressed no anti-Semitism at the dinner. And that is not all. The new ban comes hours after it was announced West would no longer be buying the alternative social media platform Parler. The company says the termination of the deal was mutual. Guys, back to you. All right. Steve Patterson for us there in Los Angeles. Steve, thank you. Just ahead, we're going to take a bit of a turn. We're going to talk about a brand new show. Yeah, fun. A little bar fun. Mr. Daly. The world's a crazy place. Blake Shelton stars, drinks, games. (laughs) What a concept for a show. All about escapism. Just having some fun. (laughs) Let's just keep things simple. (laughs) We'll tell you about our premiere that we've got coming up next week. Also, uh, a little sneak peek about the show, Blake's performance, all that good stuff on Popstart on the way. Welcome back, guys. 